pivotal time. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the ninth episode of the 100 Podcast. I wanted to kind of start it with some announcements. Um, I have this uh, link that's going to be listed on the description of the podcast. Like every podcast is already listed on there. Um, it's just for the Brave browser. If you guys download it, it gives me $5 in cryptocurrency, which I'll have a cryptocurrency expert kind of coming in in a couple weeks. A little sneak peek. Um, but yeah, so it'll give me five bucks of cryptocurrency. It's free. You just download it, uh, have it for a month. If you want to get rid of it after a month, get rid of it. Um, but yeah, ninth episode, hundred podcast. Thank you to the supporters I have so far. I got David, Becky and Tina who support it. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, I got my buddy Zach Bueno on. Uh, yes, sir. Basically a lifelong friend since like middle school. Yeah. Uh, play travel ball against each other on the same team. Yeah. Uh, we played sports together all the way through high school. We've been friends after high school, golf, yeah. everything, man. We've done all kinds of stuff together. Uh, happy like, to be here, bro. Yeah, dude. I appreciate having you. you. You're you're kind of you're the man right now. You're you're out there on on the news and stuff. I see you making moves yep. and doing your thing. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm grateful. I'm just super grateful. You know what I mean? Yeah, Glory bro. To God, I appreciate honestly. having you on here, though, bro. It's like thank you. You're you just graduated. So where'd you graduate from? Graduated yesterday from Cal State Channel Islands with a yeah, bachelor's degree in communication Tell yeah, you. and a minor in visual media. Well, that's a good move. I like that. Yeah, I was stoked. It only took me like six extra classes to do it, and I would have graduated in the fall instead of the spring, so I figured hammer those six classes out and get the minor. Yeah, and, um, exactly. I learned a lot of good stuff, graphic design, coding, websites. Uh, film good for marketing and and you know all that stuff right and creation Instagram, all that Facebook yes yeah, yeah, yeah social media anything graphic design so logos and stuff I can do a bunch of that type of stuff now Photoshop Illustrator Dreamweaver uh, InDesign Premiere all those Adobe products yeah I know programs so, so I know <laughs> being like a reporter kind of like in your blood and that's kind of what your goal was so what what are you doing now after you got out of college man what's your yeah what's your so next step? i just signed a two-year contract to be a news reporter in columbia missouri wow yeah that's legit yeah they call it in news they call it an mmj it's a okay. multimedia journalist <clears throat> multimedia journalist and in news you know i would have loved to go straight to la go to ktla and just from the jump but in news they have this saying where you need to go small market first. You need to start off by going to a smaller market. Basically, earn your stripes, pay your dues. Exactly, yeah. Do those first two years, and then you're marketable to go wherever you want. If you show you, you did the grind. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. cool, man. What what uh what news station or? It's gonna be uh KMIZ ABC seventeen. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. So, that is so, dude. You've just yeah. been on. That's been your direction since high school. Like, yeah. You're like. That's what I'm doing. You yeah. Well, man, I, first it. thing was wanting to be a pro baseball player. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then when that stuff didn't work out, I had the fallback plan. So put a put a on it. put a little bit more into that. What what happened after high school? What was your your goal? What where'd you go from from there? Just a whirlwind after high school, dude. You know, I remember being 17, graduating high school, and that summer was like the most chill time of my life. Just being like chilling and not worrying about anything. I knew that I was going to UNR, University of Nevada, Reno. And so I was kind of just relaxing. As soon as I got there to Reno, I started playing baseball. 
they decided to put me on like the B team, which was like uh, a team that played like a bunch of JUCOs around the area. Yeah, I heard yeah. the podcast that you did with um, Kenyon. Oh, and he was talking about that. That yeah. they did that to him at Army. Yeah, and exactly. they did the same thing to same me. Same type of idea. Yeah. Yep. So the people that recruited me bailed. New people. They're like, you're on the B team. You're too small. So I was like, okay. So once that happened, and I was like, I'm not playing for the D1 team. I don't. I can't do this. This isn't me. I wasn't involved. Um, immediately in one of my journalism classes, the radio station said, we're looking for show hosts. If anyone's interested, come by. I was like, that's it. Boom. I go to the, the radio. I'm like, I want to, I want to have a trap show. I want to mix trap music. This is like 2013 when <laughs> trap music was like coming out. It was like Flostradamus yeah, yeah. and RL Grime. I started this show. It was called Zach and Ali's Trap House. And that was like the beginning of like the creative vein that I've like I tapped into. I never heard of that show. How'd that go? How was that? Yeah, I mixed. I was a DJ. I had a big old DJSR, a Serato board. I was mixing on that and we would talk about, you know, music coming out, Coachella, uh, festivals. And we had a bunch of listeners on campus and it ended up like blowing up pretty well. And then, um, and then when I decided to transfer after that, I came back to the desert, played for the power, tore my meniscus, was like, I'm not going back to Reno. Transferred to OCC with the homies, DJ, Casey, uh, Jake and Reed Rubidoux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tried to play baseball with them post-meniscus repair. What position were you playing? Catcher. Okay. Just okay. catcher with That's a knee it. injury. So yeah. I was you out there. bent down all day long. Yeah. With a... I was out there hustling, dude, and I worked hard, and I felt like I was one of the top two catchers. But there's there are stigmas in baseball. You know, there are people that are... Uh, who coach athletics, who have fixed mindsets, and they don't like kids that go to music festivals. They don't like kids that have an injury. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, count yeah. against you. And so um, with all of that, I was just like, you know what, maybe this baseball thing isn't working for me. It's time to man up and get a job. And uh, so I dropped baseball. I got a job at Jersey Mike's. I was a sandwich boy. <laughs> sandwich boy, there you uh, go. Sandwich artist, I like to say. There you go. And, How was uh, that life? Dude, that was hard. Yeah. That was really, that was the, that was probably the toughest pill to swallow in my entire life. Was going from. That was your biggest obstacle or what? I would say up until that point, yeah. Yeah. Because not only was I done playing the, the game that I loved, I also had to take a job as something that I never could see myself doing. My bosses were my friends, and my friends who I lived with, my roommates, were on the baseball team. So I was seeing everything baseball-related go on every yeah, single day, yeah. and I had to swallow the pill of me going to work, trying to get money, going to school, finish strong. And that humbled me a lot, but also motiv motivated me because I knew that there were better times ahead. So from there, I got a job with Adidas Originals. And that was maybe like one of the best things to happen to me at that moment because I was really tapped into fashion and um, I was able to explore that side of society and that entertainment value yeah, that exactly. is happening. And I was able to get creative with what I was wearing and make more money doing something I liked. Quit Jersey Mike's and I was working at Adidas and at a restaurant. What'd you do at Adidas? <clears throat> I was a sales associate. Okay. But within the first month, I was the number one sales associate. Oh, okay. And I just loved it, bro, because, yeah. you know, I'm an outgoing guy. I love to talk to people. And I was, it was in your wheelhouse. It was like, yeah. Was and shit. I was selling product that people needed. People wanted this. And I'm like, look, this is the best shoe on the market right now. Like, the Yeezys literally came out 
Kanye signed with Adidas Originals while I was working with Adidas Originals. Whoa. And so we went through this huge transition from superstars and track suits to now the leader of streetwear and Yeezys. Like rappers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Jenners, you know? And so immediately we had lines out the door for the Yeezys, for the drops. That was insane. My clout just went way up. Everyone's hitting me up for shoes. I'm like, yeah, I get discounts. Like, let's go. I want to run it. I love helping my friends out. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was super cool for me as an adult to learn some of those lessons with, um, you know, making connections and quality connections. Yeah. So that was cool. I'd even say besides the connections, just the social aspect. You got to talk all day yeah. long. You got to sell those shoes. So mm-hmm. that would help you out in your, obviously, your reporting job. and your. Yeah. And you know what I tell people, too? When they get too caught up in partying and going out. Um, like on a daily basis, you live in places like Orange County or LA where it's really easy to go out every night and have fun and spend money. Yeah. Um, when you get a job that you really like and the people genuinely like you that you work with and you like them, you start to forget about the whole popping bottles, getting bottle service in the club, trying to get girls type thing. It's not really worth it anymore. You're like, let me go out with my real friends. These people I like, I spend eight hours a day with them. Now I want to go out with them. We're all making good decisions. We hold each other accountable. No one's out here blacking out, acting crazy. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That, that's, those, that stuff is, you know what I mean? Has its appeal. But you, when you really find people who are motivating you and uh, you're seeing every day, you know, stick to those people and, and trust those people. Yeah. So I try to tell people that for sure that are trying to get, that are getting caught up. I'm like, get a good job where you like, the, where, you like where you work and you like the people you work with so you can enjoy your day and then when it moves on to doing stuff you want to do later on, you can invite those people. They know what you're about. Yeah, keep that that group of friends like good people. You don't want you don't want to be messing with the wrong crowd, and then you get caught up doing the wrong things, and, and you, you get stagnant. It's easy. You get, you get stagnant and being stagnant for one year, two years, five years, ten years, and then you're looking at it at 30, 35, and you're like, where? What have I done? I haven't even pushed myself at all. Yeah. So I kind of I'm, I'm with that. I would. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm in the middle of doing. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to keep my my friends. I'm trying to move away from that crowd where it was just like kicking it and just hanging out and and not trying to be productive. And I'm trying to adjust that, yeah. trying to be productive all the time. And that starts the mindset. It's hard, dude. You get around the people. And a lot of people don't want to be that way. A lot of people want to complain and just say, mm-hmm. you know, life's hard and and fuck these people and all yeah. that. You know, and I get that way too sometimes. Yeah. But you can't make keep working. anybody do anything. No, not at all. They got to do it because they want to do it. Yeah, and I have this note here because I was watching this podcast earlier with Joe Rogan and uh, and uh, Gary V. You know Gary V. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I wrote down was complaining has a zero ROI, bro. It has zero return on investment. It does nothing for you. Nothing, zero. bro. Nobody's no matter listening. what. No matter yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to listen to you complain. The only people that are gonna half listen are your parents because they have to, and your other friends. Who are also complaining. That's a perfect note right there, dude. That's like, it, bro. Complaining has zero ROI. So, like, it's so important to have a good attitude and, like, go after goals every single day and be positive about it. Because no one wants to hear that negative, you know what I mean, mindset or those those statements of you downplaying everything that everyone is doing, you know? Exactly. There's no yeah. return on investment on yeah. it. So, try to build and have that. Um, exponential growth with what's what you're putting out into the atmosphere it goes back to what we were saying earlier yeah exactly I, I kind of 
I agree with that. You start you start putting out those good vibes, and you know you, people could think it's bullshit, but you start thinking you're doing good things. You start feeling good about things. All those issues start those big issues start being small issues, and then all those small issues start being non issues. They start mm-hmm. being nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to to your story. Uh, what'd you do after Adidas? What was your next step? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm drinking hot You're tea. You're good. <laughs> hot tea. I'm drinking hot tea. I always do it for when I'm when I'm doing podcasts. I gotta drink the hot tea. Yeah, I always have a bang or something. I gotta have I feel like it's like just it makes it more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So after Adidas, Adidas gave me a lot of options. I was able to go to LA, work for Adidas, work with a lot of cool creatives and influencers in LA, in Santa Monica, in Irvine, and work with those people and find out Yo, Zach, you're a great guy. You have so much potential. Yeah. You can do so much. You can go so far. And hearing it from these my peers who I respected with an equal opinion uh, was super fulfilling and gave me a lot of confidence in finishing my degree. So I crashed my car. So I'm dating. So I'm in Newport. I'm dating this dime. She's gorgeous <laughs> from HB. She's just like the girl from The Bachelor this last season, Cassie. She's hot. She's like kind of mean. She's kind of bad. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, it was awesome. And she was a waitress um, at a couple different spots um, in HB, making bank every single day, making cash, like 400 bucks in tips. Wanted to go out every night. So I'm like, okay, I'm hustling, hustling, working three jobs, uh, skating, uh, working three jobs, getting this money. We're going out every night. We look good. She's hot. Her friends are hot. I'm good looking. My friends are cool, good looking guys. You know what I mean? So we're all like rolling together. And it was great. You know, it was fast, fast, fast though. And all of a sudden, um, I crashed my car. I crashed my car one morning at like 6 a.m. and totaled it. And so I had to quit one of my jobs, and which was on the beach in Newport, literally like overlooking the beach. Beautiful Cetabella. What was that job? What were you doing? I was a dishwasher. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I had two jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had two jobs at this point. It was Adidas and Legends Board Shop. Legends Board Shop is a skate shop in Costa Mesa. Okay. Uh And Adidas is is a shop that's in South Coast Plaza. And I was like, I need to get into the restaurant industry. I want to be a server. I want to make bank. My girlfriend is making bank. I need to somehow make tips and do this. I was looking on Craigslist, looking around, trying to find a place into a restaurant. Nobody was hiring without experience. So I called this place. I said, hey, are you guys hiring? He's like, yeah, come in. I walk in. It's, like I said, on the beach in Newport, Newport Coast. And he's like, we're hiring a dishwasher. So if you want the job, you can have it right now. I said, yep, I want it. I'm like, it might not be the job that I want, but there's room for improvement. I'm on the beach, on the water. I have a good car. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it. Let's run it. There's got to be. I might be able to here. get to a waiter from here, you know. Yeah, I'll and get a server from here. Exactly, and it was an investment because I knew that the people that I wanted to be around were there. You know what I mean? I was yeah, in the exactly. right environment. It doesn't matter if I'm a dishwasher. I said, if anything, being a dishwasher is going to teach me, you know, to stay humble and to appreciate everybody at every level, and I can totally appreciate that. You know, my my dad taught me the right way about those types of things. So I would be in there 5:30 a.m mopping the floors before they open yeah. and we had the ocean view so i wasn't mad i I'm, i can wake up early so i get there i mop i do all this stuff and we always <coughs> we always made tiramisu the night before yeah so i'd walk into the freezer or the fridge i'd get some tiramisu oh, and i just shit. sit out no one else is there and i'd sit out and just like open the doors because they had these big doors that would open and you could just walk through 
and they were just open to the ocean and I would just sit there and eat some tiramisu at like 6 a.m. Yeah, almost yeah. every morning just, just living the life right there just, that for that moment. Yeah, just thinking like, man, you know, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this opportunity and I just want to make sure that, you know, I pay it forward and really do big things and, you know, a lot of thought and uh goes down in those situations, you know what I mean, yeah. those moments. And um so fast forward a couple weeks or maybe a couple months Everything's good. I have three jobs. I have this bomb girl. I'm going to school at OCC. And I crashed my car. I had to quit Setabella. I was still working at Legends and Adidas, but I just had a skateboard, which oh. was okay. I knew how to skate. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, there's no way I can just not do it. Yeah, exactly. And I remember thinking to myself, this is literal skate or die. Skate or die. I'm like, I get it. I was like, I finally get it. Skate or die. Like, I literally am skating to two jobs, skating to class, skating home, and kicking ass, paying for rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was dope. I was like, you know what? If I'm, I gotta work hard for this. If I want it, I have to get it, or I'm going back to the desert. You know? How'd that improve your skate game? Was your skate oh, game dude, just fucking off the yeah, hook? Yeah, yeah. I could land a tray every once in a while. Every blue moon. I lost it. Can't land a tray anymore. But I'm going to get there. I'm going to get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm hitting kickflips. You know, we did the, an, that, we did the yeah. anti-up promotion, the anti-up commercial. That was sick. That you was know? legit, man. Shout out you for fucking... I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. I'm yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. You could. Cuss. Dejan <laughs> had say, the same question. Okay. I was like, yeah, cuss, bro. Was, Shout out good. to Troy Roberts for um, creating some independent mediums to express his creativity and try yeah, to be too. an entrepreneur because, you know, entrepreneurship has to be in your blood. You don't just, you can't just decide you want to be an entrepreneur. You have to know that you are one, like, yeah. from a young age. So I know it, man. I've always been that way. I've never been wanting to work for anybody. I've always yeah. been kind of, like, a leader, I guess I'd like to say. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be that way, continue to be that way. And, and I really, I, the whole point of all the stuff I'm doing is I kind of want to get everybody else out there, too. I want everybody yeah. else to kind of do their shit, bro. That's mm-hmm. why I'm doing the podcast. Like, come yeah. up, come on, talk about what you're doing, like. Get people motivated. It's like, good. You hold people fucking, accountable. Yeah, dude. I want you to talk about your shit. I want you to talk about your obstacles. I want you to talk about your goals. I want you to talk about how good you are, whatever you're doing. I want people to know. Like, people are trying to make something of themselves. Definitely. They're not all just chilling and partying. And partying is cool and everything, but, you know, I want to work hard, too. Grind. Yeah, like like we were talking about earlier, this is a super pivotal time in all of our lives. <sighs> I'm 23. Yeah, I'm 24 now. Yeah. yeah. And so, right now, it's like, what do you want to do? You want to really make money? Are you trying to really be a businessman, an entrepreneur? Are you trying to do things and prepare yourself for your 30s? Or are you going to kick it till your 30s and exactly. then kick it in gear? So that's huge. And I, yeah, thank you, dude. I'm super grateful that you're putting stuff together. It's I awesome. Appreciate you. Yeah, LQ. And I'll never forget, uh, we were playing Xavier uh, in high school baseball. Oh, dude. And, said that uh, shit. and I had hit a home run my first at bat of the game. Someone else had hit a home run that game. Off, I hit one off Rex Rover. Oh, inside, David Davis. Low inside changeup, but just beep, over the left field wall, you know what I mean? A little dinger, bat flip. And then Troy's 0 for 4. We're in like the sixth inning, almost the end of the game. Troy's 0 for 4, so mad. This is like the day of Coachella. It's Friday, yeah, Coachella. It is, it is Troy, Coachella. Troy's just so having the mad. worst day. The ever. worst day in the dugout. He's mad because he can't go to Coachella early. Our coach yelled at him. And then uh, bases loaded, the dude gets walked, Troy comes up with bases loaded. The whole team is already geeked up and excited because we're winning by a lot, and it's Xavier and Coachella's, and so people are having, like, Coachella emotions. Oh, man. And Troy gets up with bases loaded and just, yeah, 
hits a grand slam, dude, over center field and just runs around the bases screaming. Super hyped. Screaming. <laughs> it, arms in the air. Arms in the air, pumping his arms, jumping around. And comes into the dugout. Everyone's just lit. Just and then up, the pitcher from Xavier beans our next guy because <laughs> Troy was just geeked up running around the bases. That's that football, dude. I, yeah. I come from football season. I'm like, yeah, too much energy, too much energy. That was fun though, dude. I love that stuff. You know, it's just living in the moment. Yeah, it's living exactly. in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, baseball and all the, the sports were fun, man. It's a good time. <laughs> oh man. So then, uh, so then, um, after I crashed my car, I'm skating around, three jobs, making money, paying my rent. And my friends that I'm living with, uh, Armand and Alex, um, were not going to school, um, but they're paying rent. They're making it happen. Um, I was DJing and producing music for a little while. Grew my hair out, dyed it blonde. And one day I was in Santa Monica, and uh, I just had a revelation that you know I didn't want to be a music producer anymore. I didn't want to be a DJ. It's not. It wasn't me. I want to. I really want to commit to being a news reporter, and finishing school. So but, uh, going on the producer, how was mm-hmm. that? Like, what was what was the grind for that? Like, if somebody was trying to get into that field, what, what were you doing? Well, basically, wake up. You know what I mean. Self medicate whatever you're doing. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, get in the right mindset so you can create um, some music, right? Um, I wasn't writing lyrics or anything, but when you're making beats, you got to feel it. You yeah, know I mean? you yeah, gotta feel yeah, it from yeah. the drums to the keys to the synths to the risers to the drop. Everything, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all feeling. It's all like a universal language, you know. So you're trying to get in these certain zones. You're trying to get inspired by certain things. So you listen to music, or you just start making beats off top. You open the program. You start with the program, just banging around, listening to sounds until you find a sound you like. Fast forward a couple hours, you make a good beat. Yeah. You know, you finally make a good beat, you send it around, whatever. It might take days to make a good beat, you know, but if you're good, you can make one in 15 minutes. Um, so maybe, let's say, approximately two hours to make a beat on yeah. average. Yeah. Then you send it to all your guys. So we had like a rap group. So I'd send them to like the rap group. They jump on the track. And then, so then we'd have to like manifest our shows. So in LA, basically, they will tell you that. You can open up for Gucci Mane, right? But you have to sell a hundred tickets. So what they're gonna do exactly, is they're yeah. gonna so you pay for the hundred tickets. So you pay five hundred bucks because each ticket's five bucks for the hundred tickets. Okay. And you gotta sell those hundred tickets on your own. And so you get out there, hustle tickets. That's why you see like some of our homies who are up and coming, like Neens Beats. Yeah. Some of the other homies selling tickets because when you buy it through them, they gotta sell those tickets that they were allotted. Once they make that 500 back, then they make the profit off the rest of the tickets. Gotcha. So say you sell 600 tickets, then you make that extra 100 from those other tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so then I'm just like, we're, we're making money. We're losing money. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like being at an underground show in LA and you're performing and there's like 50 people there turning up that you don't know that look super cool. That's so fun. Yeah. But at some point, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need structure. I need some structure in my life. And I knew it wasn't going to come from music. So I said, I'm quitting music. I dropped it. Moving on, yeah. I had to drop it. Like, cold turkey, I was like, this is taking up too much of my time right now. I love doing it, but it's taking up too much of my time, and I'm not that good. Yeah. And I have other investments and roads that I can take. 
And it could not even be that you're not that good. It's just there's so many people in music right now. It's yeah, like, true. it's hard, dude. It's hard to get that one hit or try to even be seen. So hard. Everyone makes such good stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. And when you hear some some guys or girls song that they've made and you're like, yo, this is awesome. Especially when you come from making music. Once you understand what it takes to actually make every sound, make every beat, make the structure of the song, the BPMs, all the different... <clears throat> max and master vocals all the different stuff that layers up to make an actual song and you hear someone's song and they're nobody and it's really good that is a feeling that is like so tough to take you know because yeah, you're like, yeah. if they're this good and they haven't made it anywhere yet how am i gonna do anything in this game exactly so exactly. i eventually was like you know what there's so many people that are off on a better foot than I am, and I think I might be holding these guys back. I'm gonna just focus on my life and what my purpose, which I figured was being a news reporter. All right, which so was now, great. Let's get to that. That now. Let's so then, so then the new chapter was school and reporting the news, and so I graduated from OCC with a degree in journalism. Uh huh. And I applied to Cal State Fullerton because both my parents are alumni there. And I was like, I'm going to get in there. It's a great journalism school. I can do broadcast journalism. Great. Didn't get in. My mom's in the Hall of Fame wow. at Cal State Fullerton for, for news. Didn't get in. So I'm like, well, all right. This is God telling me that I'm supposed to go somewhere else, bro. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is God's, God's plan right here. So they deferred my application to Cal State Channel Islands and San Francisco State. And I had already been on the Northwest. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want. I don't want to go back up there, and Cal State Channel Islands was just north of Malibu, and I'm like, Malibu seems tight. Sounds cool. Yeah. And I love yeah. to surf. Surfing's tight, so I'm gonna move up here and get a surfboard, and we're gonna get it. And I was just, at that point, you know, my I love to check in with everybody that I know. When I have big decisions to make, I love to consult all my friends, all my peers, all my family, and say. Or everyone that I've worked with and say, what do you think I should do? Where are these benefits? I know that I know what they've been through and I'll ask certain things. Well, is it worth going there if I'm going to just be an MMJ and not be an anchor? Is the pay worth it? How, what's it like to live, you know, in, in Yuma, Arizona? What's it like to live in Grand Junction, Colorado? What's yeah, it like to live in Columbia, yeah. Missouri? So Get all those points of view. Right. So, but my, my thing right there was like, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm going to college for two years to finish, mm -hmm. but what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm asking people truly, if I have a blank slate, how can I go after this and get the most out of it? So we started talking because they didn't have a broadcast journalism program and I knew that I want to be a news reporter. And so I talked to everyone and my consensus was you need to make a show. You need to make your own news show, your news, your own news platform, your own news medium where you can share information because they don't have that. Yeah. How are you going to do it? And so... Number one was that. I said, oh, I need to make a show. Number two was I need to get my degree in two years or, you know, I'm going to have to go into debt to finish this school. Okay. And so I was like, okay, what can I do to finish school and to get the most out of it? And I just came to a moral consensus that I needed to quit going out, quit partying, and quit messing around with girls. Start fucking grinding, Quit dude. messing around with girls, bro, because I never had issues getting girls. And, like, sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, whatever, that's a blessing, ah, ah, ah. But at the same time, like, when you always have that ability 
you know what I mean? It'll it could drag you down. Yeah. It could really drag yeah, you down. Yeah, yeah. And so you spend a lot of time manifesting those relationships and a lot of times they don't work out. Like I'm single, bro, and like you know how many girlfriends I've had and like try to make shit work out? A lot. Exactly. Well, especially nowadays, man. There's most relationships aren't working out nowadays. You need to start focusing on your shit, you know? And that's what you did, obviously, and look at where it's getting you. It's getting you to where you you're gonna have your career set to where you want it, mm-hmm. and then after that, you know, then you have plenty yeah. of time to hook up with some chicks, find a mm-hmm. girlfriend, find a wife, have some kids. Like you're still fucking twenty three, bro. Yeah, twenty three, killing it. Yeah, thank you. And so, yeah, I appreciate that. And um, so when I when I committed to that, yeah, you know, I really before then was kind of worried about where my life was going, how I was gonna handle things, just unsure. I lacked a little bit of confidence. I mean, I, I was in OC, I did great. Like I said, I was with some cute girls and I was making money. But at the same time, like, I didn't feel like I had control of my life. So then I go to CI, I buy a surfboard right away. I'm like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do anything where I can spend my time, if I can waste my time wisely, like have leisure, I'm gonna do what I wanna do and that's surf. So I bought a surfboard right away. Actually, I didn't buy one, my homie let me use his. And then we go and we're surfing at this place called Silver Strand. It's a super territorial surf spot in Oxnard. And we get out of the car one day and there's a surfboard sitting against a sign with a wetsuit at the bottom and it says free surfboard, enjoy. So I come up on this free surfboard. Dude. Yeah, and I'm like, this is another sign from God. <laughs> this, you know? Wow. So I come up. What on are the this, chances of that? I don't know, man. Like anybody could have walked by it all day. It was yeah. there. For, I don't know how long it was there, but I saw it and I just snagged it. And I'm yeah. like, boom, and I just need to get fins and a leash. So I went to the surf shop that day, got fins and a leash for it, lime green. They look super sick. And I was just like, I'm surfing as much as I can. That's where I'm gonna spend my leisure. So I'm not getting messed up. I'm not, you know, doing all this other stuff. And so I just kept my head down in school, you know what I mean? I was living on campus and I would recommend that to anyone coming out of high school um, and they're going to college, you know, live on campus. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you're buying into the idea of school, you know what I mean? You're not just buying it, like when you, when you go to school but you live off campus, you're buying into school but you're not fully a student. You're also an adult in an apartment with roommates who has to worry about xyz where if you're on campus living there you don't have to drive anywhere you walk down to school you walk around there's food right there there are meal plans usually on campus you have the ability to live on campus live on campus and don't even do it just one year do it two years and if you like it after two years do all four years yeah because you're buying into that investment 100 percent. yes so i'm on campus i have friends that love to surf i didn't have my car at that point, so my friends were taking me to the beach in Malibu, County Line, surfing at County, surfing at Leo, surfing at Heavens, Zeros, Staircases, Second Point, Pier, all these spots, uh, even in Ventura and Port Wainimi, uh, Silver Strand, uh, The Point. What was your uh, favorite spot? County Line, baby. Yeah? Yeah, County Line, Neptune's Net in Malibu, just a great environment, legendary spot, um, there's always a community there's like local community there that people always hang out and just kick it there's like a just good restaurant. vibes there such what? good vibes yeah dude. yeah such yeah. good vibes you know and i'm i was never about all oh, private beaches you know what i mean yeah, so like this yeah. public beach had good waves i called it consistent county because the waves were always good there if the waves weren't good there the waves are not going to be good anywhere else what time are you going to hit the waves you know what's dope about surfing is that you can go at any almost any time so 
I'm either getting up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. and getting out there early when there's no wind and it's glassy. Okay. And firing and before class, which is always a great way to start your day, bro. You know, I used to just jump in my pool and then figure stuff out, get ready and go to class. And really the ocean is like a cleansing, dude. And you can get in there and just feel zen. Yeah. And then just, you know, get in touch with yourself, with your soul, with your spirit for the day. And then go over there, get your mindset right, and then go to school and kick ass. Or I wake up, I go to class all day, and then I hear my friend calls me, yo, Zachy B, sunset sesh? I'm like, send it, bro. So we hit it for the sunset, dude. Nice. And you guys drive out, the sun's going down. By that time, there's dolphins in the water. And you get in the water, and the waves are big, and it's just sun is setting, everything's orange. There's dolphins. That's it's the most beautiful. majestic thing yeah. that I've experienced as a human, hands down. The sun going right over the horizon. Literally, you see half the sun, and there's dolphins in the ocean. You can just hear them like, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And man. they ride the waves too. They surf too. So, and then, oh my god, dude, really? To, yes, bro. To see like, boom, you see a wave coming. You turn, and you start paddling, and you get up on the wave, and all of a sudden you see a dolphin in front of you, surfing the same that wave, so and you're like, cool. just cruising on the wave, and then you finally jump back into the water, and you come out from the water, and you're just like. Did that really just happen? That's so majestic. Yeah. And coming from the desert, we I never experienced that. You know what I mean? I don't know if you were a beach guy. No, no, never. But I never got to experience that. So finally at the age of like 21, I'm seeing what all the hype is about. And I'm like buying into surfing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to just surf and go to school and that's it. And so I got a job on campus too. I was working at the town center market. Selling go. beers to all the homies for half price. <laughs> <laughs> price. Yeah, there you go. yeah, because we had uh, we had basically control of of the prices of things that wouldn't scan in. Oh, so we had like okay. certain beers. So, like, so yeah, we had these certain the beers price. that I know wouldn't scan. I'd be like, come here, get those Made Wests right there. They don't scan. <laughs> Boop, it scans it one dollar. Oh, it's like a tall shit. boy. Yeah, it's like a tall yeah. boy. I ring up my buddy for like twelve of them, twelve bucks, dude. And he's like drinking all weekend. So that was super fun. I love that. And so my first year, I was writing for the school newspaper, and uh, um, this is—I just feel like we're having a chill conversation. You know, I totally forgot that we're talking, uh, you know, well, to the people. That's how I want it. I yeah. don't want it to be—you know—you listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. I want it to just be a conversation, bro. People, yeah. people are gonna find it interesting. And that's what I want it to be. I don't want us to be talking to nobody. But. Yeah, I love talking to the people, though. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I love but, it because yeah. you know, to everyone out there listening, you know. That's what it's for, though. It is for the people. It's for them to know what you're doing, you yeah. know, and know how to get there, know yeah. what the steps are. Yeah, man. And for everyone out there listening, you know, anything is possible. Yeah. Hands down, yeah. you know, you put your mind to it, you can conquer it, you know, make a checklist and go after it every single day, you know. I see Troy working his ass off. He's got two kids, you know what I mean? But nothing's stopping him from, like, doing what he wants to do. And that's huge because do what you want to do. Because no matter what, next day, you're going to still want to do it. In a year, you're going to still want to do it. So you might as well do it today. Yeah. And then figure out what you want to do tomorrow. And, you know? and, and the main thing is to do it. Everybody writes up a plan. Everybody talks about it. Everybody has all these ideas. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, it's, it'll be great. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. And they talk to people about it. And some people don't give you the support you want, so you quit. Mm -hmm. But it's not about the people that are close to you. It's about... The people in general, like people, you'll you'll see people come out of the woodworks that you don't even know mm -hmm. that start supporting you, and you're like, mm -hmm. I don't even know you're my friend, or you mm -hmm. even knew about me, and yeah, that's what it is. I think just do it, just go for it. Like mm -hmm. obviously, my clothing brand isn't nothing big, but like my drone stuff, like. 
doing drone videography, photography. Like I've done work for the Westfield Mall. I've done mm-hmm. work for different shops, different events, and mm-hmm. and like that's working out for me. So, just like you, news news reporting, you've just kind of you've done it, work. it. You did it. You know. Yeah, make yeah. it work. And I was, I was gonna say this leads me one of my points that I was um, wanted to bring up. You know, people find value in your content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Hands down. Like no matter what anybody else says, like there is an audience for Troy Roberts content and what you're creating and what I'm creating, Zach Boeto content. People find value in it. They love to watch what I post. They love yeah. to see what I create, you know? They love to see what you create. They love to see what you post. They love what you got going on. And, you know, we just have to make the right decisions with those responsibilities. You know what I mean? We know that, you know, our voices are being heard. Exactly. And, you know, it's up to us to spread the optimism yeah you know what i mean from I think, our perspective sorry to interrupt you go but ahead, um but i think like most of these like especially young people like millennials and stuff a lot of these youtube channels and podcasts are kind of like comedy and, and fucking around and talking shit about people and let's look at uh you know like trending videos and stuff like that and this one i want to be about like how do we get better how do we make ourselves better as a group because we're gonna be the the leaders in a couple of years mm-hmm. we're gonna be the people running the country and running mm-hmm. our city, our county, whatever you're mm-hmm. thinking about. And so I want it to be beneficial for everybody. And, like, how do you better yourself? How do you make yourself just a little bit better today, tomorrow, next week? And that's kind of, I think, what I've narrowed down what I want to do with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool to be able to publish things because it's, like, a staple in time. So in 10 years, when we are at the top of the helm, at the top of the game, we're going to look back. And see, hey, you know, Troy and Zach had a good vision, a pure vision yeah. when they were 23. They knew that they wanted to, you know, publish things from a podcast because people are going to look back and listen. And like I said, you, there's value in your content. People are going to look to it and be inspired. And that is super important, you know. And I just signed my, my life away for two years. That is so and, crazy. Man. And one of the things, one of the paragraphs in the contract I signed was public image. And so they're saying, you cannot fuck up or we'll fire you. Yeah. I have to be in the public, in the community, being involved, but being a positive influence to everybody and being a good guy, making the right decisions. And if I don't, they're going to fire me. So public image is really important. And when you have the ability to uh, produce content and understand that there's value, like I said, share the optimism when you feel it. Yeah. When you're feeling great and you're feeling like you're doing the right thing or you just made a, a bag, you just secured the bag, it's like go and spread what you're learning. Yeah, you know, exactly. go and share it exactly. because it's like an open playbook. You know, you see a lot. You see a lot of times in uh, like baseball, you know, um, people are giving signs, and you know, people are giving signs, but everyone knows when you're gonna bunt. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. knows the count that you steal on. You know what I mean? That's not that's not hidden. People know. So it's like when you when you're going through these things and you find success, it's like share the information because you're not doing anybody good by hiding it. Yeah, exactly. But there are some things that maybe you do like to keep to yourself, but a lot of the time it's like let people hear what's going on. I feel like there's no special formula, dude. I think yeah. you just do it and and you find your your niche and you just kind of go for it. But uh, what other points you had in there? What other notes have you written in there that you want to um, hit on? I have being real. 
that's the whole point of this podcast. Being and, real. And I think a lot of people, especially yeah. going from high school to, to college and stuff, you, you kind of, you go from wanting to be cool or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you kind of realize once you, you get out of high school and you get into college and you kind of, you get humbled, like how you were working at Jersey mm-hmm. Mike's, you're like, I don't need to be cool. I want to do what I want to do and just get this money. be myself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I, I definitely on that. What do you have to say being about real. being real? What I have to say about being real is that just be true to yourself and don't try to please others. You know, if you know what's going to succeed, trust yourself. And what's going to happen is if it's if it doesn't succeed, you'll learn from the failure. Yeah. You learn from trial and error and you can move on to the next step and be honest about it. If you did fail, let people know where you failed and say, listen, this doesn't work. And then it's up to them to choose whether they want to do that or not. Speak- it's not your it's like it's like what we was talking about. Like you can't make people do stuff. Yeah. That they don't want to do. Exactly. You, yeah. All you can say, all you can do is put it out there. Say this didn't work for me, and I found success in this. And if they choose the wrong path, now they just learned the hard way. Yeah. What uh? Speaking of failures and obstacles, what what was maybe your biggest failure or obstacle in, in your life as a whole? It could be from when you're a kid or now. Anytime. I would say that my first injury, my broken femur. Fra- oh, I fractured my I almost femur forgot that, as a freshman in high school. Yeah, that was like a mental, huge mental setback in my career as an athlete. Um, it led to greater things, um, but I think that I had to battle past. This is just a physical injury for like a few months, and I can get back to it and keep grinding. My mental, my first thing that I thought was, I'm never gonna be able to play baseball again. Yeah, the worst thing. I'm not going to be able to walk. I'm not going to be able to play baseball. I'm not going to be able to be a catcher. You're straight to the net. I'm like, now I have to play outfield. I'm not even fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was that was like an obstacle that I had to get through. And thankfully, I, I did get over that. And I continued to play sports and do those things. But injuries will set you back. And yeah. you just have to stick close to your family and your friends who support you and believe in yourself. That's super important, you know. Find that confidence. Um and then I would say other obstacles were drinking. You know, I got a DUI when I was 20. I don't even know if you know that. I didn't know that. I don't think, yeah. I don't think you ever mentioned when that. When I crashed my car and I was dating that girl, I got a DUI. Wow. Yeah. So at, what at 20, was that, man? How was that? My license process? was suspended. My license got suspended for a year because I was just 20. I was going to turn 21 in a month. So I was like even more mad. Jeez. So my that license makes it suspended. even worse, huh? Yeah, but... God's plan, bro. Like I was like, everything happens for a reason. So let's go. I'm gonna handle business. I'm gonna work because I knew I was already working hard. So I had to do like 20 classes, driving, uh, like mental classes. You know, mentally at the wheel, um, which I went to do with like a bunch of other people who had just got DUIs from Newport. Yeah, a bunch of different people hearing their stories, realizing my story is not that bad, realizing that where I come from is not that bad. What happened to me is. My, like minuscule compared to 90% of people yeah, yeah. in the area. You know, I had to do like 30 AA meetings. That was even heavier. The people there have been through hell and back, dude. And like, if you ever really want to be humbled and like, you think your life's hard, go to an AA meeting. Hear like, some of those stories. Hear some of the, when, when people share at AA meetings, they've lost everything to alcohol. Yeah. Everything. Their family members, their kids, their money, they're homeless. They're still addicted to drugs, but they go to AA because they can be heard. And, like, you show up to one of those. I was court-ordered, so I wouldn't have gone otherwise. But going to those were really eye-opening. 
those uh, yeah, sessions, yeah. those AA sessions. That's a big. That's a big step. That's a big obstacle to get over. And that that led to me saying no more partying, no more girls. So that was huge. I had to do classes. My license was suspended. Um, that was really tough pill to swallow because my dad has had history with DUIs too and alcoholism and rehab. And I was just like, this is not who I am. Like I have to overcome this. You know, yeah. this too shall pass, and I just have to be smart about it and man up. And I was like, it's time for me to man up and really, you know, take take life by the, the horns. You know what I mean? I'm sure you felt that when Chiki told you that she was pregnant. Yeah, exactly, you know? dude. I was stressing. The first time... What was that feeling like? When we were... Uh, when I found out uh, she was pregnant with TJ, my three-year-old, at first it was like... I was scared, dude. I think, like, right off the bat, I started crying, to be honest with you. I think I was like... And not, like, crying in a bad way, but it was, like, so many emotions. It was, like, mm-hmm. excited, nervous happy scared i have no money i live with my parents or yeah, i think i lived with my parents at that time or maybe i lived in ventura but still like my parents are paying for my rent they're like helping me out fully and yep. uh it's rough dude so i know i know at my age i was 19 when she told me she was pregnant i know it's got to be worse for people that are in high school still you know you're like and and the first thing i think is you know my life's over i can't do anything i want to do i can't enjoy life i can't party i can't do all that shit then you kind of yeah. After you have kids, I've realized, I don't know, to me, partying isn't really worth shit to me, honestly. Like, it's kind of like, I'd rather be with my kids and, and enjoy the, the I don't know, the more important things in life. Like, family, love, um, like, you know, entrepreneurship, like, trying to own your own business. Be, you being know, a man. Build, build something, you know? Not yeah, exactly. It, be, being a man, <laughs> dude, exactly. Like, not being out, a kid Shout no out to more. the women out there. We respect women. Yeah. But in terms of, like, just bossing up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Trying to be the man of the house. And and I'm still not there yet. Like, fuck, dude, I'm still working on it. We're about to hopefully get in our own apartment. Uh, we just filled out the application, waiting on the approval or not. Like, I'm doing the podcast in my parents' garage. I've mentioned it probably multiple, four or five podcasts already. Like, I don't, I'm being 100%, dude. Like, I don't know what it's I'm real. doing. I'm working on it. Yeah. It's real. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do, bro. I want to work for myself, do everything for myself. But and- see, that's why I love you, bro, because you get that knot in your stomach and instead of like staying down and and being on the couch all the time, you said, "Nah, I need to level up. It's time for yeah, me to boss exactly. up right now. This is the sign that I needed yeah. to get my stuff together and really take advantage of the next step in my life." And speaking of that, like even with my weight, dude, I've I've gained weight and lost weight multiple times. You look like, good. Yeah, in college, I was dude. I got up to two seventy, and then I got out of, and then I started working out every day, and I got down to like two twenty. And then I got up to like 258 again and I, I got back down. Like, like I try to like, if I get to the edge where I feel like I'm going to lose it, bro, I try to fuck that. Like, I'm not, that's not my, that's not who I am. And I hope yeah. a lot of people take from that. Like, that's not who they are either. Like mm-hmm. if you start feeling like you're getting out of hand or you're kind of losing it a little bit, like fucking stop it, dude. Like it's on you, bro. It's nobody else. Can't blame anybody else. It's on you, bro. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure that's how exactly how you felt. It was on you to adjust it. It wasn't nobody else. You're not mm-hmm. nobody else. You're Zach. Mm-hmm. And I'm Troy. And I need mm-hmm. to do my life and figure out my life. And mm-hmm. just like you are. You're figuring it out. And you're fucking, you're killing it, bro. You're on your way. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm so grateful, dude. That You know what I mean? I think about it every day. There's so many people that would give everything to be in the position I'm in. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about it on the way here, too. Like, there's so many people that would give everything to be where you are. No, know, really. no, really. Yeah, no, really. No, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So many people in the world, bro. Like, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, position. I'm definitely blessed, dude. I'm you know? definitely I'm blessed. And, you know, there's people, there was on the podcast earlier, they're saying there are people that are like, woe is me. You know what I mean? They're going to complain. But, like, the amount of people that would 
kill to be in your position is huge. Yeah. And you know, it's so important to have that gratitude and be grateful for where you are and take advantage of all the opportunities that, that are, are given to you every single day. You know what I mean? From walking around, you you know, you recognize someone, you know, go talk to him, see what's going on. You never yeah. know. That could open a door and lead you to another place that, you know, might find success. Dude, speaking of that, I just went to the mall today and I was passing out all my podcast stickers and nice. my drone media stickers to a couple of the stores like Tilly's and uh, fans. And I was just handing them out, saying if they could hand them out to people when they buy them. And the hustle. They all took them, dude. I was like, just, it's the grind, bro. The hustle's real. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate took that, Took my man. one-year-old with me and we're just cruising. He's sh- and showing him the roots. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? You got to start somewhere. And one of the other things that, like, they were talking about is that, like, the TV, TV is, like, the new radio. <coughs> TV is the new radio and your phone is the new TV. Okay, I got you. And yeah. that is something that I'm going to bring with me you know, where I go and, and that you're, dude, you're taking advantage of here, you know, with the podcast, because anyone could take their phone anywhere and listen to this. They don't have to tune into the radio. They don't have to listen to any ads. They don't have to listen to it at the right time. Everyone who's listening right now is probably listening on their phone, in their AirPods, on their headphones, in their car, mobile. Yeah. They're just going after it when they want to listen to it. You know, you have time, you committed to it. Thank you for listening. We out here, we're trying to do the best thing that we can for our individual selves and go out there and get it for yourself because that's what it's about. And this medium, the podcast, you know, it's blowing up and it's only going to get bigger. So going back to what I was talking about with school, I'm at CI, the first year ends and I didn't start the show, but I told everybody there at the school, I'm starting a show, I'm starting a show next year, I'm starting a show next year, I'm starting a show next year. You're building that hype, huh? And everyone's like, you're crazy, Zach, you're crazy. Like, and some people are like, I could see you doing it. And some people are like, that's dumb. Like, oh, what does he think he's going to do? Like, uh, be the next, uh, you know, Jake Paul? Or be the yeah, next... Yeah, exactly. And I'm exactly. like, you know what, it's news. It's news, that's what it is. And so I had an advisor say, come be in the comm club, and you don't have to do any paperwork, you can just start doing your show. And I said, all right, that's great. That summer... I did a huge internship at KESQ right here in Palm Springs at the local news station. Shout out Karen Devine, my beautiful mother, who's extremely successful and the most influential yeah. person in my life. You just said she's what Hall of Fame in what college? Cal State Fullerton. There you go. Multiple Emmy Awards, Emmy Award winning journalist, Edward R. Murrow Award winning. Um, you know, any journalism awards you can think of, she's won them. So that has been so inspiring. Hooked me up with an internship at KESQ. Um, did my time there and I kicked ass, dude. You know, every single day I got out there and I was filming, shooting, reporting. Even though they weren't using it for the air, I knew that I was going to use it for my reel. So so basically in news, you put together a news reel of all your uh, shots that you've done in the streets, in the field, interviews, and you put that together. It's like a resume. It's like a news resume. So I knew that that would all go to that one day. Shit, football is like a highlight video, bro. Right, highlight exactly. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. You can see your best moments and someone can say this is this is what we want. And in that in in this time in college, I felt like I was being recruited as an athlete. So I after the internship, I go back to CI, I start the show. I'm like, we're starting Island News. Island News CI, follow us on Instagram. Island News CI, follow us on Instagram. Island News CI, follow us on Snapchat. Follow us on YouTube. You know? So the so we start it. And I have maybe two people with me, two or yeah. three people have no idea what they're doing. But I'm like, look, all you have to do is stand there in front of the camera because I want, I need, there needs to be diversity. It can't just be me 
as the only reporter. It's got to show that you 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 have. We need a team. A group. Yeah, we exactly. need a team. We need a news team. So I get like two or three people. One girl was super outgoing, super comfortable. Another girl was kind of outgoing, not very comfortable. One girl had no business being on TV, bro. <laughs> One girl had no business. Oh. But I was like, you know what? No, like I was like, let, let me give you a chance. I'm like, let me, let me give you a chance, you know, because I do need more reporters and I'll shoot it. You stand right there. Here's what you say. Stand right there. Action. You know what I mean? And then she's like, you know, messes up 30 times. But I'm like, it's okay. You got this. You got this. Come on. This is what you're saying. Like, say this in order. Give it a little bit of enthusiasm. You're talking to everyone on campus. It's not just this camera you're talking to. Yeah. So, you know, we got those people on. We knocked out 10 episodes in the first semester on YouTube. Boom. Super successful. Advisors hitting me up. Teachers hitting me up. I'm interviewing advisors, interviewing teachers, going to events, <coughs> interviewing students, interviewing this president of the school, talking to all these people, making connections. Super successful that first semester. I come home for break, winter break. I'm like, all right, cool. How can I make this better? Again, I'm talking to all my peers, all my friends, all my family. How can I make this better? Everyone's super proud. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. I got straight A's that semester. I, like I said, I wasn't messing with girls. I wasn't dude, going out. fucking working, dude. And I'm like, but I'm still like hungry, dude. I'm like, this yeah, isn't it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, this isn't it. How can I make this better? How can I improve? And I decided that I was going to go from the 1080-1920 aspect ratio, which is a YouTube video, and I was going to flip it to the 1920-1080p ratio, which is your iPhone. Got it's your iPhone you. screen. Yeah. So instead of doing all of our broadcasts with a YouTube style, we're changing it to the iPhone style. So it's like so straight mobile. All boom, day. everything mobile. Excuse me. So everyone was like, what? How are you going to do that? What? 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 Figured out how to do it on Premiere Pro, which is the program on Adobe. And instead of posting YouTube videos every week, because we did them once a week the first semester, we made Instagram stories every day. There you go. So like daily news. Daily report. news, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So every Friday we'd get in there and we'd shoot videos talking about events that are happening all week and all next week. And so we'd cut it, put our logo at the bottom, um, put a green screen, do the ultra key, make the green, the back of our green screen something like red, and wear a suit, look, look super nice. And we started, boom, putting them up every day. I met a graphic designer who was my roommate I uh, said, we need an Island News logo. We need logos. Perfect. We need logos. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. He chopped us like 20 logos. He's like, picture when you want. I'm like, what, dude? This is the best that thing. so cool. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. Super humble. Carlos Corona. He's a great guy. He's, I think his, uh, his Instagram is Carlos Corona Design, if you want to look him up. Um, he's looking for a job right now. He just graduated, too. Check it out. Check it mm-hmm. out. And he's a great guy. And so he created our, our logos and a graphic animation for us. And we use those on every episode, on every post. And we started putting these posts up every day on our Instagram story. Built a thousand followers. Things just started falling into place. Huh? Zero just... to a thousand. We had breaking news. <coughs> there were there were fires. There was like a an armed assault at our school. A girl with a gun beat a girl up. That was breaking news. Everyone, our followers jumped hundreds, wow. hundreds, hundreds. Boom. So we're at a thousand people. Then the school. I started getting in contact with CSUCI, the school administration. And they're like, we want to put every show, every post that you post, we want to put that on our page. They have 10,000 followers. So we're like, post it, repost it, make us a highlight. I was like, that was, that was my uh, terms and conditions. I'm like, you can post everything that you want from our stuff, but tag us 
And also, we want to highlight on your page. Wow. So put a, put a little bubble that has our logo and call it Island News so that anyone that goes to CSUCI's Instagram They'll can see, see my logo. See that it's Island News. Boom. You click on it. It's all my reporters reporting the news every single day. Huge. Huge marketing advantage from that. That was like, I felt like I partnered with Apple. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And I had just created some weird little... You're like working with the big corporation, you felt like. And I was like, dude, that was a business move right there. I felt good about that. I felt really good about that. And then, uh, so boom, I'm working hard with Island News. Everything's going well. This is my second year at CI. I'm about to graduate. Um, and I'm like, okay. I'm, one day, it's like 9 p.m. And I'm in like the computer lab doing some work for another class. And I finish early. And I'm sitting there watching baseball on Reddit or something. I bootlegged a, uh, the Angels game or something. Yeah. Chilling on the Instagram. And like, you know what? It's time to make my newsreel. It's time to put my newsreel together. And it's 9 o'clock and the library closes at 11. Boom, I open Premiere. I get all the video clips that I had from KESQ. I put them on a Premiere. I chop them up. I edit it, put a title, put transitions, make it five minutes. Yeah. Cut it, export it, put it on LinkedIn. I'm like, here's my newsreel, 2018, 2019. Here's my newsreel. Um, looking for a job. I'm coming out of college. I have all this experience. Uh, what? What's? Let's do something. Let's work. Yeah, yeah. Boom! Instantly, the next day, I got an email from a news station in Grand Junction, Colorado. Hey, Zach, saw your newsreel. Love your stuff. Give me a call. I want to talk to you. Talk to my news director about you. I'm like, great. Boom. Send the email back and forth, back and forth. They like me. They like me a lot. They can give me 25000 da, da 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 Boom. All of a sudden, I get another call from Yuma, Arizona. Hey, we really like what you got going on. Why don't we have a conversation about what you know you can bring to the table here? Boom. There's two offers. This is like February. <coughs> February and March. Then, shout out Karen Devine again, just with the connections, you know? And I'm super grateful. Uh... There's a consultant, which is basically like an agent in news, and they go to each news station, and they tell the anchors, they tell the reporters, okay, here's what you're doing wrong, here's what you need to do, here's what you're doing right, here's what you need to keep doing, this is all this stuff, it's like a consultant, it's basically like a coach, yeah, a yeah, news yeah. coach. And she obviously goes, they had to be around the business a long time. Exactly. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Pat Madej is his name. Okay. Pat Madej is uh, the consultant that has helped me out a lot. So, one day Pat Madej is in the, the studio... And Karen Devine goes, hey, Pat, remember Zach Bawetto? He was here. Um, he's looking for a job. Here's his newsreel. Here's his resume if, if you want to help him out. He said, I love Zach. I love Zach as a news reporter. I can see his ambition. I know he works hard. I'm going to send this to some people right now. She texts me, let me know what's going on. The next day, five news stations hit me up in my DMs, dude. Oh, shit. Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, uh, Eureka, California, uh, Columbia, Missouri, uh, Chico, California, and maybe those four. Yeah, okay. Those four, and so now I'm ha now I have six. You have options now. Now I have options. Yeah, yeah. Now I have options, and I'm like, then I'm telling you, I felt like an athlete. I felt like a D1 athlete with all these offers, and they like, you need to go small market. You need to figure this out. But now I can see the markets go from 179 to 166 to 151 to 140. Palm Springs is 146, keep in mind, to 133, to 79, a 79 market, which is huge. It's top 100. That's a huge deal. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yep. And yeah, and yeah. LA, New York's number one. LA's number two. San Francisco's number three. Chicago's number four. And what's Palm Springs? 
46. That's not too bad. It's population size. Yeah, It's population size. So then uh, I start calling around, asking around, talking to news directors, doing interviews, talking to general managers. And these are grown men and grown women who have lived their whole life in news and have got to this point where they're recruiting you know, young news reporters out of college to try to get young like talent. Like in that, that couple months, you're like growing up quickly. You're like starting yeah. to be like a grown-ass man quick. Yeah, so I'm having these conversations, yeah, with adults that I've been having this last year, though, because I was interviewing advisors, interviewing our president. That's true, okay. So those types of people respected me. And so I could give the recipro- I could reciprocate the respect that they were giving, and we could have uh, like adult conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, dude, I took... A few classes my, my major is communication with an emphasis in organizational communication and that focuses on uh basically structure in communication structure in interviews um how to persuade people how to manage conflict Ooh. how to uh you know integrate into a new company uh you know different methods like the six hats bro black hat white hat uh green hat red hat yellow hat blue hat you know, all different methods of talking to your organization and how to get to a decision, how to get to that decision. So what would those six have to be? What would, what would be behind those? So basically, say we're having a conversation about our organization right now and a decision needs to be made, a big decision, um, and you're trying to weigh out everything and, and get to that decision for the company. So you start with the blue hat. A blue hat is an overview of everything. You talk about the big picture of what's going on. You talk about the company organization. It's just the over, it's the bird's eye view is what they call the blue hat. Then it's the white hat. And then you, and you can, there are different methods to go from hat to hat. You can either go in order or you can go, there's like organizational, there's like strategic. Basically like there's different formulas and shit. Right, to using yeah. the hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, so there is the bird's eye view, the blue hat. Then there's the white hat, which is like information, data, you're, you're really looking at that data, the numbers, everything that you have, you're looking at that. Then there's the black hat. Black hat is risk management, risk assessment. So it's like logic negative is what they call it. So you're thinking about everything that could happen if you go this way and that the consequences that could happen from that. You got to weigh the cons. All the negatives. Yeah, so what could go wrong and how is that going to affect us? That's, that's black. And then it's green hat, which is uh, future, which is creativity which is um, economics. So you're thinking about where it can go, where it can growth, what the growth could be. Um, like I said, the future, how, in maybe in 20 years, how is this decision gonna affect the company? Then there's uh, the yellow hat. Yellow hat is logic positive. So if we go with this option, what's gonna be good for us? If you go with this option, what's gonna be good for us there? That's yellow hat. Then it goes to red hat, that's emotion. So that's how do you truly feel about this decision? You know what I mean? How do you truly feel? What's your, what are your true? If we go this way, what do you what do you really think is gonna happen? So we we laid out all these ideas and what is your gut feeling? Yeah. On all these things. Exactly. Okay. And then you go back to blue hat, and blue hat is again the overview. Okay. Just let's see where we are again. Let's see all the stuff we went down. Yeah. Go through all the stuff, all the steps that we just covered. And these conversations could be long. It could be an hour. They could be fifteen minutes. They could. And like I said, there's methods, there's formulas to well, it's do for like each a one. company meeting, right, or business mm-hmm. meeting. So obviously, they're not going to be ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long talk usually. Yeah. So, dude, organizational communication is great if you're trying to build uh, an organization or a company. And uh, I could 
definitely like point you in the right direction yeah. with those, for those uh, ideas. That was something I saw after after you left for high school and then uh, after you got into Channel Islands and then you came back and I, I we hung out at Beer Hunter that one day like your your whole your your speech and everything was so different. You were like you're focused. You knew how to stay on point. You knew how to keep a conversation going. Like you had a whole different way of talking, dude. And like it was still Zach, but it was like Zach to the max. You know, and I was like. <laughs> It's legit, man. I like I like yeah. seeing I like seeing the improvement. Like not seeing you for a couple yeah. years and then being like, oh shit, this guy's actually working on himself, you know? Yeah. And there's Absolutely. a lot of people you see and they're doing the same shit, and then you see yeah. you and you're like, changing, adjusting. Dude, change is so good. Yeah. Change is so good, dude. I mean, I remember our whole joke with me, Casey, and DJ and the Rubidoos or whatever was, man, you've changed. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, you've changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're yeah. young out of high school. And that was, like, a bad thing, you know? And as I've gotten older, it's, like, change is so good. Like, don't, be, like, get uncomfortable and be, work hard. Yeah, exactly. Because change is good. When you adapt, when you learn things and you and you change, you can succeed in avenues that you haven't succeeded in before. And so I definitely back that idea of, like, changing as an individual for the better. Yeah, definitely. And... and when I came here and I and we had that conversation about Annie up, I was like, let's go, dude. Like, let's go. Let's kick this off. You know what I mean? If you want to do this, let's do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw that you're ambitious and you want to do these other things. And I'm like, okay. Like, listen, I'm not here to drink. I'm not here to party. I'm here to line this shit I'm not up here and get it ready to go. Girls. Yeah. Because I can pick Game of Girls any day. I can, you know, drink any day. But we're here to have a business meeting. Let's, you know, get down to the business, you know. And everyone else around us is going to be drinking. And they're going to be wondering, what's going on with those guys drawing on napkins? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know? But that could be the next million dollar idea. But Yeah, you're right. And speaking of change, bro, what, let's get that back to the news reporter. Mm -hmm. What, what got you to Missouri? What made you choose that okay. one over your other offers? All right, so... Not to try to get you off the other point. No, you're right. I want to hear about this. Story. Yeah. I'm interested. It's exciting, dude. Yeah. It's, it's super exciting because I always dreamt of the day that I was going to sign a contract. Yeah. And I knew that it was coming and I didn't know where I was going to be, but I was like, it was on my, um, it was on my new year's resolutions. Number five was sign a contract. Wow, and so, yeah, man. as a news reporter. And so, um, did you hit all of them? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. But, um, I'm still working on it. Oh, your New Year's from January, so it's not yep. too, hasn't been too long. Yeah, win an Emmy is on there. Holy so I'm starting in June, and if I win an Emmy, I'll let you know. We can cross that off. Yeah, we'll have to get That's back on after goal. that. That's yeah. a huge, yeah, post after, Emmy. dude, after Missouri even, you have to come back, okay. you know, when you're down for vacation and talk about that yeah. a little bit. We will. We for sure will. Or maybe you come out to Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Get over there at the station. Yeah, yeah. That'd be legit. Okay, so how did I come to this decision? So... I have six uh, news stations calling me, which was very hectic. This is like right during finals. And I'm also talking to all these news directors. I'm just notes on notes, talking to my consultant, talking to all my friends, talking to all my family. It's like, it's like you wake up in the morning and it's not like a normal day. It's not like you just chill. I'm just, we're, I'm past that now, you know? It's not like you just wake up and chill anymore, dude. Like you got to get up. 8 a.m. and get going, bro, because you got shit to do. There's people that want yeah, to exactly. talk to you, you know? And so from from that point, um, <laughs> I was just getting up and conquering the day and working hard every day. So I'm making these phone calls, talking to people. Uh, I get an offer from, my first offer was from Yuma, Arizona. They're like, we can give you 25000 um, a year the first year, 27000 the second year, and we'll let you be an MMJ, which is a multimedia journalist, a news reporter in the street. 
weekday and a weekend anchor. So nighttime anchor. So you'll no be shit. on the desk anchoring at night with our a co-anchor. You're going to be on the TV. You're going to be out there. Yeah, yeah, in the studio. And I'm like, damn, that's what I want. I'm like, I want anchor time. I want to be an anchor. That's so tight. I want to be a host. That's what I want to do. This is a good offer. Is 25000 good? Come to find out, super low ball. 25000 is not good. After taxes, it's like 17000 like, How something. am I living off of that? I'm making yeah, a you're not living off of that. 1000 a month? You're not, yeah, it's not fun, bro. So, And to be doing all that work, and they're like, and hey, we're going to need you to do weather too. I'm like, you know what? I called a consultant, my consultant, Pat Madej. I'm like, what do you think about this? He's like, hell no. They're going to overwork horrible. you. The, the market's too low. You're not going to be able to make it out of there. He's like, just drop them. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Pat. So then Grand Junction offers me, we can give you 27000 the first year, 28000 the second year. I'm like, Colorado sounds kind of nice. They're like, we can't promise you anchored time, but we can promise you reporting. And I'm like, okay, Colorado would be nice. I talked to Holly. Holly's like, do I do Colorado. That's a white Christmas. I'll, I'll come visit you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, let me call my mom. Call my mom. Talk to her about it. Call my dad. Talk to him about it a little bit. And I'm like, okay. And then, then, boom, I get a call from Chico. They're like, oh, man, like, we'd love to have you, but I don't know if we really have an anchor position for you. I don't know if we can give you time on the desk. But, you know, da, da, da. I'm like, okay, I'll call it, talk to you guys later. Then Missouri's like, we're going to call you tomorrow. We're going to talk to you. Missouri, which is uh, Columbia, Missouri, KMIZ. His name Curtis Hancock is the news director. And so the next day he gives me a call. He's like, Zach Boetta, what's going on? How are you doing? Uh, Pat Madej has great things to say about you. We just want to talk to you and get to know where your head's at, where you want to be. Um, and this is like talking to a coach, you know, talking to like a, a D1 coach. Um, and so I'm trying to be professional. And um, I'm talking to him about my situation, what I've done, where I want to go. I want to go to L.A. I was like, I want to do two years and I want to go straight to L.A. Yeah. I was like, I don't like I don't play games anymore like i want to get get the, I'm here to kick the ass. feel for it i want to learn and then i want to move on I'm, and i'm like dude watch like i'm gonna bring so much to the station but i but i'm i try to stay humble because i want to i want my work to yeah, speak yeah, for yeah. itself i want my work to speak for itself so i don't say i'm gonna be the next anderson cooper of the station you know what i mean you don't want to do all that that's too much so i'm just like i'm just want to work hard i want to learn i want to learn from everything he's telling him your plan dude yeah i want to learn i want to do two years and then we'll see it's okay well, I really like you. I think we might be able to get you an offer by today. I'm like, today? Like, we just had our first conversation. He's like, yeah, I really like what you're about. And uh, so I'm going to talk to my general manager, and I think he might give you a call in an hour. You're like, Fuck. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll be in class, but I'll step out. He's like, okay. Boom, next thing you know, I'm getting a call. Answer it. Hey, Zach, it's Curtis, whatever, the general manager from KMIZ. I'm like, how you doing, Curtis? He's like, well, Mr. Hancock said he had a great conversation with you today, and he said he really likes you. We want to get you in here. He's like, what are, you, what are you thinking right now? What can you do? And I'm like, well, I got a couple offers for $25,000. Um, but that's not what he's like. $25,000? He's like, we'll give you thirty five. dollars He's like, he's we'll like you, that's easy. I'm I'll, like, I'll, we'll give you thirty five. And I'm like, well, okay. He's like, we really, we really like you. We really want you here. We've seen you're real. We like you. We like Pat has great things to say about you. Um, and he's like, can you, he's like, can you accept it today? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I got to talk to all these <laughs> other stations, man. I got to make sure talk to everyone. He's like, okay, okay. He's like, do you have any requirements? I'm like, can you fly me out? And I'm like, do you think there's any chance? Because at this point, I've had conversations with five news directors. I figured out how to, how to negotiate. Yeah, you kind of know what you kind of can get. Yeah, so yeah. Like, can you fly me out? He's like, well, I'll see if it's in the budget. It's in the budget. I think we can do that. <laughs> it's in the budget. I think we can do that. So I'm going to try to get with him soon and see if he can actually fly me out this week or next week. Um, 
that's in the works. And so I'm like, and you cover moving costs? He's like, yeah, we can cover moving costs. We can get you out of here, whatever you need, U-Haul, all that, we'll pay for it. I'm like, okay, okay, you do wardrobe? You gonna pay for my clothes? He's like, well, if you're an anchor, we'll do wardrobe, but you're not there yet. So you gotta work your way up, we'll give you wardrobe. He's like, we'll do hair, we'll do makeup, we'll get a gym membership for you. I'm like, benefits? He's like, oh, all benefits, yep. He's like, health, all that stuff. Insurance? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, I'll call you back. He's like, okay. I talk to everyone that I know on my team. They're like, that sounds good. That sounds good. That's more money. They're like, that's 10 grand more. Plus, cost of living in Missouri is really cheap. Yeah. Really cheap. I start looking it up. Like, 600 for a one-bedroom apartment. I'm like, yo. Yeah, I can this do this. This might be the move. This yeah. might be the move. I call Pat Madej, my consultant. He's like, you'll have a good chance to get a lot of news out there. He's like, that's more money. I love the guys that work there. That's great. You're in Missouri. It's a great college town. It's right by University of Mizzou, which is SEC. I'm like, I'm going to game against Alabama, baby. Yeah. So, and I'm like, okay, Pat, I think I'm going to accept this offer. I was like, Pat, I think I'm going to accept this offer because I don't want to be in Yuma, Arizona. I don't, Grand Junction is just low balling me also. Northern California, I don't think so. Missouri, I think I'm going to accept it. And it was between Missouri and Alabama were my last two choices because Alabama was 79, which is huge. And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept Missouri. He's like, okay, I'll see you uh, in six weeks. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, boom. I hang up the phone. I call the guys back the next day. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to sign this contract, but I'm going to need you guys to, you know, pay for my moving and do all that stuff. They're like, great. We'll get you going. Let's go here. Just, uh, I'll send you the contract. You sign it and scan it and send it back and we'll be good to go. Boom, sent it, signed it. They're like, you need to do a drug test. I'm like, oh. Went and bought a detox drink. (laughs) But it worked, you know, and I'm like, uh, and then I was like, okay, I got to commit to this because, like I said, some of the stuff in the contract was public image. You know, they said I'm not allowed to uh, make money off of my own avenues of of media. So if I start my own YouTube show, I can't. I'll get fired. They can sue me. Yeah, so I can't do that. So you can be guests, though. You can be a guest. Yeah, yeah, I can be guests. Yeah, Yeah, I can do interviews. I can do all that. I can do speaking engagements. I can do whatnot. So... So yeah, uh, Columbia, Missouri, dude. I signed the contract, thirty-five thousand. Um, you know, two years. I'm gonna do two years out there, and then hopefully go straight to LA. Try to get like a fifty thousand dollar contract. You know, and keep moving up. That's the thing about news is that there's a lot of potential. Yeah, exactly. Of there's growth. a lot of options. Mm-hmm. There can be a lot of options depending on how you do, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, so they got you for uh, multimedia journalist. That's what they have you for right now. Yep, that's and- the term. MMJ fill in anchor. So. Oh, so you can be up there and be an anchor. So if I do really well, if an anchor calls out, they'll be like, all right, Zach Boletto, are you ready to sit on the desk and, and you know read the prompter today? And I'll be like, hell yeah, baby. Like, hell yeah, baby. So I'm you're, you're going ready. in a couple weeks, bro? Are you excited? I start June 9th. Um, so I'm going to probably start paying rent here soon. And I'm, I want to take advantage of that time uh, to prepare, you know, check out what's going on in the city. Um, I'm ready, dude. Like... You know, a lot of the people that I was graduating with are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I don't know what I'm going to go. That's so good for you. Like, I'm focused. I'm like, what do you, what have you been doing for the past three months? What have you been doing? Like, what have you been doing for real? What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Why are you here, bro? It's just, you know, like you have known your whole life that you got to get a job right after college. What have you been doing? Go out there and get it. You you want some re- references? You want some? I'll give you a reference. What do you like? Go get it. Like you're, it's the last week. You just took your last final, and you're now looking for a job. That's that was a bad idea. That's a bad plan. Gotta have a plan, dude. Gotta, exactly. gotta have a plan. Yeah, you have to. Even if it's a small job, and you're like, I'm going back to this. Got to do this because I know this is where I want to go. Boom, that's good. 
But I was telling all my friends who are still in school, this is their last summer. I'm like, dude, don't spend your last summer surfing every day. Don't spend your last summer working at a restaurant, getting money, and then spending it all that night because you're going out and partying with girls. How many years in a row have you done that? And how many years, you're gonna be able to do it forever. Go and get a good internship. It's your last summer. If you're if you're in college, use your summers wisely. Don't just chill, or don't just get a nine to five yeah, try and to make a little up. bit of money. Go and get a internship. Go get a paid internship if you're really a boss, and work somewhere that's that's gonna take advantage of your degree, and yeah. do that because it pays off. By February of your last year, you're gonna have offers. You send out your resume. You send out your application. You're gonna know where you're gonna be. In June, ninety percent of people don't know. Yeah, exactly. And they waste a whole another year doing a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. Take a full loop, boom. Then they get on the. It's like a Hot Wheel. How much easier is it to not procrastinate, be prepared, have a plan, and have your job ready to go before you're even out of college or right when you're finishing college? Then, then get done with college and like, now I need to work for it. Now I need to try to figure it out. Like it's way easier to just just wake up, go for it, dude. Yeah, just wake up. You okay? So you're gonna you're telling me. You have two classes every day, and you're going to go to that class, take half-assed notes, and sit there, and then leave and go what? Play video games, watch sports, drink a little bit, blaze it, chill. You got how many hours in a day to go and sit on a computer and say, who am I? What have I done? Let's write that all down on a piece of paper. Let's explore my field, and let's find out where I would like to work. So many people I hear... I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. The truth is, you know what you want to do, but you're afraid to go after it. You think you're not prepared. And the reason you think you're not prepared is because you haven't done your research. Go do your research. Find out where you're going to be. You have to start at a lower level than everyone else. That's yeah. just facts. But find out what that level is. Don't lowball yourself. Stop looking at the top. Look at the grind, yes. dude. Stop yes. looking at the top. It's a journey, And bro. don't it's say, oh, the bottom is Jersey Mike's. Don't say the bottom is working at retail. You know what I mean? That is... That's no degree. Yeah. That's no degree, and that's not the bottom. If you're if you don't have a degree and you're working retail, good shit. And you're working at a restaurant, good. Like you're working, you're a work, you're in the working class, and you're gonna figure some cool shit out. Yeah. But if you went to college for four years, get a good job right away with a salary, and go after it and get it. Like I said, you have X amount of hours in the day. How many? So you sleep eight hours, starting from, you know, eleven p.m. Twelve. You wake up at seven a, seven a.m. On a good day, you wake up at seven a.m. 7 to 12, that's 5 hours. Then you got 1 to 11, that's, you know, 11 hours. Excuse me, so you got 16 hours, right? You got 16 hours in a day. Excuse me. And you are do, you're going to class for 4 hours. That gives you 12 hours. Let's give you 3 hours for, for eating and maybe the gym. You're still at 8 to 9 hours. What are you going to do with those eight to nine what? hours, bro? Yeah. What are you doing? You don't every have day, any time? Every really? day, eight to nine hours. It's not you get eight to nine hours a week. Yeah. Imagine you had eight to nine hours a week and then you're kicking ass. Like, that's good. That's grinding. You're really grinding if you only have eight to nine hours. Yeah, exactly. But you have eight to nine hours every single day. Are you just going to sit there and watch TV and play video games? Or are you going to go and you're going to work on yourself? You know? It doesn't take a lot to log in. I always, I always try to use, like, vocab that refers to being in the zone. Like, I always tell my brother, Tony, who's a successful Division One baseball player at Santa Clara University. I should bring him in, dude. I want to talk to him about baseball. I need to get him in. He's awesome. Is he down here at all, ever? 
in no. the desert? No, never. Nope. He was going to come play here this summer, but his coach, Rusty Filter, who was the Stanford coach, is like, no, we're going to keep everybody here this summer. Everyone's going to get big, and we're going to f- get to the playoffs next year. Oh, okay. And Tony's going to be a junior this year, so he's going to get drafted. And he's been starting, right? He's been starting. He has the highest batting average on the team. D1, <laughs> bro. They're killing it. D1, yeah. West Coast League. So... What was I saying? I don't. Yeah, I got lost. Uh, you're oh, you're telling your oh, you're, you're using vocabulary to get. Yes. Yeah, so I always know, tell talk Tony. Getting his own. I always tell Tony, lock in. Yeah. Before every game, I'm like, lock in, lock in, lock in, because you know there's so much stuff going around outside of, you know, everything, and you have one thing to focus on, especially when you're playing sports. It's that it's the game. Don't let anything else get in. You're locked in to focusing on every single pitch, every single maneuver that's going on, every single movement. You got to be locked in. Yeah. That one second you take your head off and you're looking on the bench and you're doing some other stuff and you miss a play, you look back, you're already locked out. You're already out of the game. And you're not going to be able to hit a grand slam in the ninth inning when you when you need it. You need to stay locked in. It's the same with life. You need to get locked in on what's important, get locked in on your purpose, and get after it. And... My term that I use for myself is log in, log on. Yeah. Because as a news reporter and as a social media influencer, I got to be logged in, logged on, and I don't log off because it's like you need to be tapped in to your medium and say, what am I missing? What, what am I seeing? What's going on here? I need to be the first to share this. Everyone needs to know what's going on right now. And what's going to be hilarious is that everybody I know is going to be knowing what's going on in Missouri. Yeah, exactly. That's we're going to be all shit. on your shit. Watch That's, and I'm sure I'm going to lose some followers because they're not. What, I don't care about Missouri. But my goal in Missouri is to be the number one news reporter. I'm going to shoot to number one on the top of every single rating because I'm going to push so much news every single day on the phone because they don't, they don't have that. I mean, they might know. They might have a con- concept of it. They might have some conceptual yeah, ideas. But you've already done it. You've been there. You you have the And I've done it in LA. Yeah. Like I've done like I see where people are going. I know the, I know where You've done it at the pinnacle. Technology is heading, right? And I know that they're aware of some things, but they don't understand the weight that it carries. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to post 100 posts a day, bro. Because it's Just not about it. me being a friendly Facebook friend. It's not about me being a social media influencer sharing me surfing anymore. It's not about that anymore. It's about being the best news reporter of all time and sharing every single thing. I'm going to share so much stuff that people aren't going to need to follow any other news reporter. They're not even going to watch the news. They're going to be like, yeah, we got Zachy B's newscast right here. We got everything. Oh, did you hear that uh, there was a three-car pileup? Oh, I haven't watched the news yet. It's on at 6. It's only 5 o'clock. Oh, well... You know, Zachy B posted it on Facebook, the new news guy from L.A. He's on top of it. Exactly. They're like, Zach, really? I need to follow him. What's his What's his info? Boop, 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 boop. Then boom, locked in, dude. So. And I, one of my favorite things that, that uh, Joe Rogan talks about a lot on his podcast is is life is momentum, dude. It's momentum. Definitely. If, if, you're, if you're working and every day you're doing something like you're going to the gym every day, mm-hmm. you're trying to better yourself every day, it's momentum. You start feeling, it starts getting easier. It's just like, oh, I'm, I'm doing better things. It's. Obviously, I'm gonna do better. But if you start doing things negatively and and you, you you're just drinking every day or whatever, you're partying every day, mm-hmm. it's momentum, dude. You start doing that more often, mm-hmm. and that starts being a focus. So yeah, facts. Yeah, but uh, 
I think we should get close to wrapping it up, bro. Is it two hey, hours? I don't know. That was a good podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you got some more on there. Yeah, let's, let's throw it. Throw all right, out some. All right, I got some a couple more. more things. Let's hit some like, more points. Just there. like what you were saying, I have here the integration of thoughts and ideas. So if you have the optimism, you you want to integrate those good thoughts and ideas. They build, like you said, momentum. If you're yeah. Integrating negative thoughts, it's not good. So integrate those positive, optimistic thoughts. Uh, also, we're moving into an era where it's time is the most important and the most valuable, uh, what's it called, commodity. Yeah. Time yeah. is the most valuable commodity. So if you know that you got to get something and you got to get it out, it's got to be timely. Same with news. Same with everything. Same with AirPods. Same with uh, Uber. It's all time. Yeah. Uh, this is a big one that I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, maybe the last one. Um, no, you keep going. I didn't. I didn't want to rush it out. I thought we were finishing up. No, so man, I got ideas on ideas. Here we let's go. Let's fucking go. Bro. So go defense to offense. This is a huge concept that I love. Let's Don't wait to do something until it's too late. Don't wait until something happens to you in order for you to react. Be proactive, not reactive. Okay. Yeah. Once you can live your life proactively and setting yourself up for success, so that when something happens, you're already prepared. You're like, I already know, I have this handled, this is already handled. Boom. You got to be proactive on things. Yeah, Go yeah. Join, join the offense, dude. Don't just sit back on defense and wait for stuff to happen and then, you know, attack the collateral. Exactly. Be proactive Keep on Keep making that. moves. That's right. Be proactive. Go get it. When you, when you feel something, go do it. You know what I mean? Right away. Also, uh, water finds its own level. So wherever you are, you're going to find the people around you that are going to be even. Sometimes you dip down, you know, you mess with people that aren't on the same level as you, whatever. Sometimes you dip up and you shoot that three-pointer and sink it. Yeah. And that's great. But, you know, water finds its own level and you're going to be able to be around every one of your, of your nature and where you hold yourself. That's good. That's a good, that's a good, uh, I like that saying. Because yeah. if, you, if you look at yourself negatively and you kind of feel low about yourself, you probably start hanging out with those people. Mm-hmm. And you kind of read it off that. Mm-hmm. So... Just get after it, man. Be optimistic. And also, the last one is social media. There's so many people that say like, uh, oh, dude, stop using social media, dude. Stop posting, dude. I just stopped posting and I feel so much better, dude. And, oh, social social media is so fake. Oh, you know, social media people have no talent. And the truth is, social media is a tool, number one. Exactly. Number two is that social media exposes you. Social media exposes people, truly. Yeah. If you're out here and you want to start posting, you're gonna, people are going to hold you accountable for what you're doing. And they're going to be like, dude, what are up with these pictures? They're low quality. They're going to be talking smack on you. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, what <laughs> is so this? Funny, you yeah. know, and that was one thing that I did with Island News and why it's good to get stuff out trial and error because when I started Island News, people were like, dude, the audio sucks. Dude, the audio sucks. You got to fix the audio. Yeah. Boom, two episodes, three episodes. The audio still sucks, dude. You got to fix so we're like, all right, how do we fix the audio? How do we fix the audio? How do we fi-? finally fixed it? HQ, boom, dude, the audio is so much better. What did you do? Uh, we just finessed it. But from then on, the audio was never bad again. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've learned. People said the audio is a little low, and it's not the sound. The quality is fine. It's just I like, gotta turn the percentage up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there we go. I fixed it. I turned the and now you know. Up. Yeah. And it's exactly. never gonna mess up again. Yeah. And and those little that little constructive criticism is so good to have. And even with the video quality, you'll find out maybe they'll have, they'll say something else. Yeah. You figure out oh how can I make the video quality better? Okay, here's this boom. But when you once you hear that, 
you got to make that adjustment. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Because if you just continue to let people, uh, they're going to keep saying it, keep saying it, you're not changing anything. That just shows you have no drive. Maybe you're doing the podcast. Maybe you're doing a creative avenue, making shirts, making whatever you're making. And people are telling you stuff to do. Listen to them, man. It's not. There's a reason they're telling you. They're right. They're trying to fuck with they're, you. They're, yeah. If anything, there's that's love, bro. Yeah, yeah. They're being real. They want it to be high quality. The people that are willing good. to criticize, you know, it shows yeah. that they actually care about it. They exactly. Don't want you to fuck up. Exactly. They find value in your content and they want it to be good. You know what I mean? And that's like huge. That shows you who the real fans are and who's really yeah. looking out for you. And, and and speaking on social media, I've gotten basically off of it, but it wasn't a problem with social media. It was a problem with myself. Mm-hmm. I just needed to get off of it, kind of cleanse myself a little bit. And mm-hmm. stop trying to keep up with other people. I started just mm-hmm. like, I just want to focus on myself, focus on what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and kind of get down on the grind. So that's why I stopped. Definitely not a social media problem. It's my problem. And, yeah. And I feel like that's why a lot of people do stop. They try to blame social media, but it's just an internal problem. You got to work on it yourself. And you got to, mm-hmm. like like you said, it's a tool. It's not, it, use it use it for business. Use it to help you out. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let it be that big piece in your brain that, that makes you, you know, depresses you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's not helping you, don't use it. Exactly. Yeah. If it's not helping you, don't use it. If it's unhealthy, don't use it. Delete it. Maybe get yourself in the right mindset and get back on it if you feel like it. If you're ready to get back on it and use it, get back on it and use it because you can use it to your advantage. Social media is a big part, especially marketing, networking. Like Massive, there, dude. dude. I'm, everything. Just like what I was saying, the TV is the new radio and your phone is the new TV. And people aren't buying TV ads anymore. People are buying social media ads yeah you know how many people i see now doing ads on instagram i hate it <laughs> i know dude. i hate it but i respect the hustle when i see three thousand likes on a dude who's got 500 followers i'm like hell yeah bro see him working yeah just do what you gotta do like you're gonna find out that maybe this isn't the right thing for you or maybe it is you're gonna yeah. hear, learn how to use it i respect the hustle yeah exactly I a lot of a lot of those ads too it, it doesn't i've seen obviously i've done ads before if you don't have the mm-hmm. quality It'll, it doesn't do anything for you. You right. have to definitely have the quality for that to even like... But you learn from there. those things. Yeah, Trial and exactly. error is huge. And I would say that to the people listening too. It's like, appreciate when people around you, when locals are making stuff and they're putting themselves out there. If you don't fuck with the product, you don't have to buy it. That's fine. Yeah. You know, maybe someone else won't buy it. Give If you give a real opinion and say, you know, I need something a little bit doper. Maybe next time they make something putting it out, Still not good enough. You won't buy it again. But then in a year, maybe you see, whoa, you see this quarter zip that Annie up just dropped. Like this is actually fresh. I'm going to have to cop. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you finally, and you're finally financially in the right position to buy something from your homie. There you go. You know, like shit, even this podcast, listen to it, bro. Yeah. It's free. It's free. Fucking listen to it. Like it on YouTube. Subscribe. It's, it's not free. that hard, dude. Like, no, yeah. it's just damn click. Yeah. You don't pay for anything. You don't fucking like it, dude. And you don't yeah. like it, don't listen to it. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, but you're helping out the dogs. You want to be on it? Make a yeah, call. Dude, I know. Get you want to be on the podcast? Yeah. Make a call. Yeah. You want to make your own podcast? You want to feature Troy? Give him a call. You know what I mean? That's, the, that's what's cool about you and I is that we're individuals that are open to doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you don't see the immediate success, you know that there's going to be a return on investment in the future. It might not, it might be a long-term investment, but you know, you put your time, you invest your time wisely. Exactly. And just, I don't know, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. That's it, man. Invest in yourself. Before anything else, love yourself. Yeah. If you don't invest in yourself, if you don't love yourself, then other people can't love you. Other people can't invest in you. Exactly. Huge. Love yourself. Take care of yourself every single day. 
go after it and get it and don't mind the distractions you know and if people are being negative around you cut them out don't listen to it you know what i mean don't cut have to, you don't fat, have to be bro. about it cut off the fat yeah you don't have to be about it yeah. just you know be bigger than that approach it from a good level say hey you know what i appreciate you i appreciate everything you're saying but i need to work on myself right now that's the biggest flex that you could say to anybody yeah hey man listen i want to go out and you know what i mean i love you as a friend but i need to work on myself as a friend you got to be like Damn, <laughs> it's so deep. You're All like, right, he's trying to. Damn, okay, okay, okay man. I call guess. me, call me in the week. Work on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then boom, hang up. I'm gonna go work on myself too. What? I'm gonna go to the gym. Exactly. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, it's a, it's a, it's a ladder, dude. It's a staircase effect, and then you're, you're climbing to the top. And the best feeling is when, you know, you're able to talk to your homies who are doing good things. You know what I mean? I'm able to sit down and have a podcast with my homie. Who has like a good mindset, yeah. who's bright, you know what I mean? Who's not just chilling, blazing it, like trying to do some other stuff, you know? And it's like. I feel like the valley, too, the mindset of the valley, I don't know, everybody wants to. Everybody's so against each other. And I kind of want to adjust that mindset a little bit. And yeah. obviously, everybody in general, dude, with the presidency, mm-hmm. I don't want to go into mm-hmm. politics, but with just the United States, how it is, bro, like everybody's split into groups and tribes mm-hmm. and. I really want it that way. I want people to be kind of, you know, like there's tension. Each other. Yeah, exactly. There's there's tension, and and even in the valley, I've realized I understand the tension, dude. I understand that you are irritated. You know, the desert is a tough place to be. If you yeah, exactly. You need to take some time to go on a road trip and go to the beach. Please do that. Please do that because that for me was like zen, dude. Being able to lay out in the ocean on a surfboard and just float, and water's just like slapping you in the face. You're like, it's like in your nose. Yeah. But you're like, that's the biggest thing you have to worry about at the moment. It's like water going up. You know what I mean? It's like once you and then you come back to the desert, you 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 see it from a different light. You see, okay, how can I, how can I take this and use it as my advantage? How can I take this in stride? These opportunities instead of instead of having the vibe like, ugh. Man, the Dez, man, another day, you know what I mean? Let's just go get this money so I can figure it out. It's hot. Once you take that time out and appreciate the desert for what it is, man, like you can really be successful. Yeah. It's not the best place in the world, dude. Yeah. I'll be honest. I do love it. I do love it. I do see the pros of it. I see the cons of it. I've been to Newport Beach. I've been to Laguna Beach. I've been to Malibu. I basically lived in those places for years. They're they're beautiful. They're amazing. You can fuck up there too. Yeah, it's a same you can shit. fuck up there too. You want to be in jail? You can you can go to jail in Laguna Beach. You can go to jail in Newport, in Malibu, in L.A. You know what I mean? You can go to jail in the desert. It's all the same. You're still getting locked up for being a dumbass. Yep. You know, make the right decision. Do the right things. Make yourself better every day. And you don't have all the you know everything in the desert, but use what you do have. Use what you do have, and and work your way up to the top, because. It might be lonely at the top, but there's a reason, man, because not everyone wants to put in that hard work. Yeah. So get up at 8 a.m., put in the work. You have nothing to do? Figure something out to do, dude. Figure it out. Do some research. What are people doing that are successful? Well, uh, you know? shit, like, just better yourself anyway, bro. If you're up early, you don't know what to do, hit the gym. Go for a run. Go for a hike. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything that's going to, like, improve you mentally, you. physically, spiritually, whatever it is. Anything that's going to better you just a little bit that day. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. Just better yourself slowly. Yeah, you got those three bit. things. Step mental. Step. Yeah, step by step. You got those three things. Mental, physical, and spiritual. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you got to appeal to those three things. 
um, on a daily basis. And it's like, get to choose when, when you spend your time on what, what you spend your time on, you know, but at the end of the day, like you're the most important. And I was going to say this earlier, but I didn't know how to say it. And this is going to be a little vulgar. So if you're a young kid, you know, listen, <laughs> listen, there we go. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Period. At the end of the day, if anybody fucked with you, you should be grateful. Period. Because nobody cares at all. At all. None of us exist, dude. You've seen Jim Carrey talking about all that stuff. Like, we're a grain of sand on the earth, dude. Like, we're Jeff Crazy. Bezos is talking about inhabiting space. Yeah. Like, there's so many more generations past us. And I don't mean to make anyone feel, like, degraded or like they're nothing. Because you can do as whatever you want and be whoever you want to be. But it's up to you to make it happen. Don't rely on other people to make yeah. things happen for you. When they when that does happen, be grateful. Let them know that, you know, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me on this podcast, bro, because I love speaking my mind about this type of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I love talking to the people. Exactly. I love talking yeah. to people, you know? And it's like, let's be positive. Let's care about other people. Maybe you don't have to spend all the time with them, but shoot them a text. Say, I love you, dude. Say, I love you girl <laughs> i love you girl. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. and it's like that goes a long way you know what i mean like just letting people know that they're they're cared for because at the end of the day like really nobody actually cares yeah but you know what when you make it then people are gonna start hitting you up watch and how are you gonna act toward them are you gonna be disrespectful or are you gonna be someone who cares about everybody and is is loving and spreads empathy hopefully option b man that's that's the hope you know yeah you want to make everybody better, and like you said, nobody cares about you, and you got to kind of want to be one of the few, one of the few that try to care about everybody. It's important to advance society, man. You know what I mean? We, we're all given these gifts and these opportunities, and you're going to do what you want to do with them. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, I think one of my purposes in life is to advance society, to be a better place for sure, and, and to spread knowledge to the future generations. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm, I'm starting to realize, I think, so... That's what I'm, I'm feeling with the podcast, and I like the people I'm talking to, and everybody's been pretty straight, dude. Like, even Kenya, I'm, like, talking about football and his journey and mm -hmm. his obstacles, and just, I feel like uh, it, it, if people listen to it and actually, like, give it some time, listen for more than one minute, you know, they mm -hmm. can see that there's something here and that we're trying to better people. People love speaking their voice. Yeah. And, and you might not know it. Now, this, this can go for the people that are listening, too. You might not know you you like to talk about yourself. Maybe you, maybe you hate it. You know, maybe you don't ever see yourself doing a podcast. Yeah, I never did, dude. I was never a public speaker, bro. Never. But, I fucking hated talking about it. But it feels so good to sit down, talk about your life, talk about your failures, talk about your successes. Once all that's on the table, then boom, you can go from there. All right, who do I want to be tomorrow? Who do I want to be by the end of next year? Who do I want to be in five years? You can go from where you are. You can voice everything that you've done. And that is powerful in itself. Yeah. And I agree with that, man. So give yourself a shout out, bro. Give yourself a little bit of a shout yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you already know. It's your boy. It's your man's. Zach Boetto. Zach Boetto, a.k.a. A.k.a. Zachy B. A.k.a. Zachy B3 on Instagram. At Zachy B3. A.k.a. Zachy B in the flesh. AKA my mom is famous. You know what I mean? Find me on Twitter at ZachyB3, Instagram at ZachyB3, Snapchat at Zach Bowetto. I gotta figure out my marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're good, you're good. I like it. Facebook, Zach Bowetto. You're gonna get 
if you follow me, you're going to see me on TV in a couple weeks. Shout out your new station. What is yeah, it one more time? KMIZ, ABC 17, Columbia, Missouri, Jefferson City, Missouri. Shout out all my Missourians. We're going <laughs> to listen to this. I'm going to put them on the 100 podcast. Let's and go. you're going to have a market in Missouri. You know what I mean? And follow your dreams. That's follow your dreams. Right there, follow yeah. your career. If you want to be successful, follow your dreams. That's it. I like it. All right, let me hook up with some shit real quick. All right. All right cool. Bro. I got a little bit of a couple stickers, bro. Love you, doggy. Uh, just some merch from Flat Black. They had like a little show. I have some, Hell some yeah. stickers from them. And then, you know, a little tank top, bro. Just Ooh. Another answer. Yeah, dude. Wrapping up the ninth episode again. Uh, on the description, there's a little link to the Brave browser. Uh, it's free. You just download it on any app store, desktop, iPhone, whatever. LQ, uh, baby. Yeah, exactly. It just helps me out, man. And, and support the podcast. You can check it on on, uh, on Anchor and every other streaming device. YouTube, ninth episode. Zach Guero, man. Peace! Yeah.